0: Bismillah al-Rahman al-Rahim. In the name of Allah, the most Beneficent, the most Merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com, is pleased to present to you this lecture.
1: And from the deeds <laughs> of our own, none guides him but Allah, and the one who is misled is misled by his own Allah, One and Only, without فأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وَبَثَّ منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فرضا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة دلالة دلالة praise Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and He's the only one worthy of praise. I seek His help, His guidance and His forgiveness. I believe in Him and I trust Him. I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala Guide him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah and whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbul Alameen and I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran, the best guidance? Is the course of the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which is the Sunnah? The worst of all affairs is innovation, an addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you, as well as myself. To fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslims. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. And I would like to welcome all of you to continuation of our subject concerning common mistakes done by some of those who make insalah. Today, insha'Allah, we have a new chapter which related to Qiyam al-Layl as well as Salat al-Eid. The, the Hajj prayer, the night prayer, especially talking about during Ramadan. And we have some also that we are going to be relating about Eid prayer and whatever related to the Eid prayer. first thing we'd like to mention concerning Qiyam al-Layl first of all we have to understand that the name Taraweeh is not a name that been known to the Sahaba or utilized by the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu we call it Qiyam layl okay as Rasulullah sallallahu said Ramadan okay or we call it Tahajjud min an so the tahajjud and qiyam came, this terminology came in Qur'an and hadith. This name of taraweeh, like I said, is not utilized by the Prophet wasallam neither been known to the sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them. Some of the common mistakes, if it's not mistake only is the bid'ah, that people, they have special zikr, they will say it between every two raqaat or after the four raqa'at. which is some of them, they made special salah on the Prophet, sallallahu and some people, they recite, قُلْهُ Allahu Ahad three times, okay, and this is this supposed to be a given, a break, to the Imam between each two and while he's resting they recite three times and of course this didn't come in the Sunnah and we understand that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam had left the Sahaba for two or three nights in Qiyam al-Layl and we don't know that the Sahaba did this or the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam showed them to do such a thing. Also from the common mistakes that people believe in that reciting out of the Quran in the optional prayer or Qiyam al-Layl prayer will spoil the the Salah due to the fact that you be carrying the Mus'haf and you be turning the badges and things like this which this is not correct. Majority of the scholars, they said that recitation out of the Mus'haf doesn't violate the prayer. And this is similar to the Prophet ﷺ carrying his granddaughter, Umama, during the Salah. But we have a clear-cut evidence directly to this issue, which is that Aisha, radiallahu anha, she has a slave by name, Thequan And the Quan كان يأمها من المصحف He used to lead Aisha in Qiyam al-layl reciting out of pages of the Quran And this is in the collection of Imam Bukhari Rahmatullah. الله عليه Okay Also from Imam Ahmad, Masail imam Ahmad, Rahmatullahi alayhi, that he been questioned about Iman. He will lead the people in Ramadan from the Mus'haf, and he said, لا باس به, no harm in this. And also he used the same evidence that كانت Aisha تامر مولى لها, تامر مولا لها, يَا أُمُّهَا فِي شهر رَمَضَانِ فِي Mushaf. that Aisha used to order her Mawla to lead her in Qiyam al from the Mus'haf and one of the things that the people also they do during Ramadan, they go in too much long dua, especially when they finish the Quran, to such a degree that they may take 20 minutes, half an hour. And this is not something is known from the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, to be holding the people for a long dua, and saying all these things that are memorized by the people nowadays, that basically became what they call the dua Khatm al-Qur'an. I if there is a special du'a for finishing the Qur'an. This is not a Sunnah, and this is not something been taught by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Now, we want to talk about the issue of people debating about the numbers of the prayers in Qiyam layl 8 or 11 or 13 or 23 or 42 and we have to understand that the whole Qiyam al-Layl is a Sunnah the whole Qiyam al-Layl is a Sunnah something which is optional but keeping the brotherhood tied and the proper relationship among ourselves as Allah said إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ Ikhwa. Indeed, the believers are brothers and fixes the relationship among you and your brothers. So we shouldn't make our ihtilaf and our differences of opinion to be a reason to argue and disputing and sometimes we stop going to the mosque because somebody pray 23 or somebody ate only 11. We should be concerned about fulfilling the obligation before fulfilling the optional. And the obligation is that we stay united and be together and be kind to each other and nice to each other. Although that the Prophet ﷺ as Aisha said that the Prophet Sallallahu didn't do more than 11 raq'ah in Ramadan or other than Ramadan. Although that some of the scholars have said, this doesn't negate the fact that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi did more. Because Aisha mentioned about what she was witness, but she didn't know what the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi had prayed someplace else or what he did before or after or anything like this. And also that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa sallam said, Ramadan, Iman and wahdi 7, whosoever establish prayer during the Ramadan, out of fear of Allah and seeking the reward, out of faith and seeking the reward of Allah, will be forgiveness for his sins. So this is a general statement, and <coughs> inshallah, this is not an issue and for those who would like to pray 11, let them pray 11. Those who would like to pray 23, let them pray 23. Inshallah, all is accepted. And for those, there is a comment about those who say that the Prophet ﷺ pray only 11 rak'at. We say to them, if you want to pray 11 rak'at, the same number like the Prophet ﷺ, you need to use the same length also like the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam didn't pray 11 raqa'at and finish it in half an hour. But Inshallah, whenever you behind Imam and the Imam is leading the Qiyam Al-Layl in Ramadan or wherever or whenever you should follow the Imam, if the Imam pray 11, Alhamdulillah, you'll be rewarded for Qiyam Al-Layl If you pray 23, you'll be rewarded also for Qiyam al-Layl. But again, the main issue here that we shouldn't make this as an issue for to split our ranks among ourselves and have a debated discussion, heated discussions. Okay. Okay. Basically this is what I want to relate Related to Qiyam al Now let's go to the other issue Which is Salat al-Eid And the first thing we want to mention About Salat al-Eid That the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu He used to pray the Salah out In the opening area He will go out of the mosque Although that the Prophet ﷺ had told us about the virtues and the reward of praying in the haram, but the Prophet ﷺ used to live in Mecca. He used to live in Medina. But when Salat al Eid used to come, he used to go out of the haram, which is the mosque, and pray it outside. So we understand that the prayer in the mosque of the Prophet equal or rewarded with a thousand prayer. Okay? But not for Salatul Eid. Why? Because the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi he himself he used to leave the mosque and go pray it in the opening area. And Allah knows best maybe this was for the purpose that the non-Muslims to see the mighty and see the Muslims in their number, and in their they have some effect and impact on them, seeing them making the takbir, getting together making the salah all the things, they have the some kind of impact but regardless whatever the reason is that the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu to go and pray the Salatul Eid in the Musallah which is out of the Normal place they use it every day for the Salah, the mosque. So for some people to keep praying in the mosque with no reason, that is no snow outside, with no, uh, rain as example, okay, that they should follow the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and pray outside. And it's so strange in some places in in America, we see that the Muslims, they go and rent a hall. Rent a hall for an hour and a half to perform Salat al-Eid. And about 5,000 people come there. And the people, they spend something like $10,000 to rent this hall. SubhanAllah. While they can go in a public park, and they can perform their prayer, which is allowable, that all what they need to notify the public area, or the police, let them know that they're going to perform their prayer there and we do it here with no problem we don't have a problem, we go and we make the Salah in the outside with no problem but the people here, they will be different from the Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi spending all this money Also from the things that have been neglected by a lot of Muslims nowadays Is the takbir While you're going to the musallah The Muslims, male and female Everybody, they're supposed to be making takbir When they leave their houses Going to the salah, while they're driving, while they walking Going to the musallah they are supposed to be making takbir while they are walking and this is sunnah which became almost dead or disappear among the Muslims nowadays especially in the west I want to mention about a comment here been made by Sheikh Al-Albani, rahmatullahi alayhi, he said, I would like to take this opportunity to mention about the takbir, which is not supposed to be unified, that means to be in one turn together. Like some people, they do it. Because the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So, for somebody to lead the people and they repeat after him, or they say it together in the same tone, this was not the Sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, neither be known among the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them. Also, from the common mistakes that been done during the Eid in some places and in some masajid, that they have a special terminology or a special wording, they say it, to gather the people or to let the people get ready for the Salah. We have the Hadith of Jabir ibn Sumura, radiallahu anhu, he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al ghayra marra, وَلَا مَرَّتَيْنِ بغَيْرِ أَذَانٍ وَلَا إِقَامَةٍ And this is the collection of Imam Muslim which he said that I pray the Eid with the Prophet Sallallahu more than one or two times and with no Adhan, no iqama for the Eid. We don't have any information from the Sahaba that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi used to have Bilal Or somebody to say something before the Salah for the people to get up. I.e. that people know to make Iqamah, like a regular Iqamah, or they said a Salah to Jamia, or or to say any terminology for the people to get up and start the prayer. Again, like we said before, what Sheikh Al-Bani just had mentioned about the takbir, that everybody will make takbir in his own. It doesn't have to be the same time and the same tone neither is need for somebody to lead them in the takbir also from the common mistakes that done by some of the imams they will open the khutbah of Eid with takbir they will make about 25 takbirah in the first khutbah he keeps saying, Allahu akbar. Allahu akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu akbar wa lillahi alhamd. And after this, he say his khutbah Okay. Also, <coughs> We understand that the Prophet sallallahu He taught us about khutbah al hajj Inna alhamdulillahi wa nasta'inu This was the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi used to do Also from the common mistakes that done by some imams That they will give two khutbah <coughs> They will give two khutbah like khutbah al juma He will say one khutbah and after this he sit For a moment And after this he will get up and give another khutbah Khutbah til Eid is one khutbah And also is no member Is no standing on the member Neither you take the member outside Okay From the common mistakes And from the sunan. of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, which disappear almost among a lot of Muslims, is to go from a different road to, or to return from different road from the one that you took to go to the Musalla. And the, this was the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. As it came in the collection of Imam al-Bukhari, reported from Jabir, كان النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم إذا كان يوم العيد okay and some scholars they explain also that this is to show the non-Muslims the beauty and the unity and the numbers of the Muslims that you go from one road and you come from another road to be publicizing the Islam and the Muslims to be and direct da'wah so we should try to revive this sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu that we take one road to the Musalla or wherever you're going to be making your salat al-eid and you return from another road <coughs> one of the common mistakes That done by a great number of Muslims, especially overseas, that after Salat Al Eid, the first thing they go to visit the graves, they visit the dead people, which is not the Sunnah, and we shouldn't turn our Eid to be a day of sadness, because when you go there and you remember those people who are passed away, and you are not going to be feeling good when you go back home. And this is the day which Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala make it a day for Eid, day for happiness, day for you to enjoy the good. So we shouldn't be doing these things. And visitation of the uh, visitation of the grave can be done in another time. Which has been encouraged by the Prophet sallallahu but we don't know that the Prophet or the Sahaba went to visit the graves during the day of Eid. From common mistakes also that we see people celebrating their Eid with haram things, okay, among it, these things is the mixing between the opposite sex and some people sometimes claim that we we are one family but with this family there is people who are not mahram to you cousins and uh, sons, uh, uh, what you call brother-in-law or sister-in-law the people they get together and sometimes the women having makeup and showing some of their body and their beauty this thing is haram and we shouldn't be celebrate our Eid with haram things also some people they use they do parties in the mosque the mosque is the first floor and the basement is a big hall which is they go down the stairs and they play music and even some dancing this is very serious and I was shocked when I came to America and hear about things like this and the worst thing when I heard that they do it in the same building of the mosque so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the Eid for to be grateful for enable us to fast Ramadan not for to be a way for us to be disobeying him inshallah with this I come To close this subject, which we cover two parts, one related to Qiyam al-Layl and one related to the Eid prayer. And inshallah, if anybody have any question related to our subject for today, please ask now. Thank you for listening.
0: In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065. Fax four nine seven zero one two six. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh